This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And now more than ever, building your personal brand is increasingly important. With the average American being exposed from anywhere, from 4,000 to 10,000 advertisements a day, you have to find your unique voice and capture the attention of your ideal clients for your services. Fortunately, technology has given us access to tools and platforms that only the big brands used to have access to less than 20 years ago. So today, we're going to go over how you can start the journey of creating or refining your own personal brand to become the number one professional your most coveted prospects think of yeah you have a brand either you control it or you're allowing the prospect the client to control the brand Mm -hmm. and that is one of the most powerful things to understand is whether you post on social don't post on social whatever you're doing for your brand you have one yeah so don't think you don't have one you have a personal brand it's just you're controlling it and controlling the narrative of it, or you're giving that narrative over to other people to control. Yeah, 100%. So this is just kind of a, a, a guideline. We I got this. I want to give credit where credit's due. Thinkific.com, uh, one of their blogs. I, I was just doing some research and figuring, all right, how do we kind of lay out how to start creating a personal brand? Because it's a big challenge, uh, and it's a lot to think about. I think a lot of people get lost in the paralysis by analysis and overthinking it and spending so much time on preparing it, that, that they don't ever move on it. Yeah. Uh, so this is just sort of, I think, six bullet points on where you can start. Number one, uh, and I like this because it's really about building your foundation for your brand. And there's a couple things that you can include in that. The first thing is to really build out your authentic self. And we've been talking about this a lot lately in terms of being authentic. Uh, and one of the things that you can do in order to do that is start to go through and pull out what are your skills and credentials? What are your passions and interests? And then I think most importantly, what are your core values and beliefs? Yeah, I love that. Especially the core values and beliefs uh, part. I've seen people go through exercises where they write out their core values yeah. and belief system. And I think that's such a good thing to do exercise-wise because then it allows you to build your content pillars from it. Yeah. Here's another thing that you want to have key elements for building your foundation of your brand. You want to include your brand vision. So this is what you want to be known for. You want to include your brand mission, which is what you want to accomplish. Mm. Your brand message. So this is the idea of if you could give people one piece of advice, and this gets hard because, mm. you know, you want to be everything to everybody. But if you could give people one piece of advice, what would that be? And then your brand personality. So how do you want to be perceived? You want to be perceived po- polished and professional, uh, quirky, adventurous, uh, funny, dad jokes, you know, stuff like that. That's interesting you say that is... Um, <laughs> One piece of advice. I'm trying to think reminder media. What would we say? I probably would say if it had to be one sentence, I would use, you know, that slogan you came up with relationships equal revenue. Mm. So if you invest in relationships, 
they will return on that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's basically yeah. if the, the best way to grow your business is through relationships. Relationships yeah. equal revenue. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's interesting. I, I think about that crafting wise. That's hard to get down to one. It's challenging. Yeah. There's some great guides though. Uh, check out um, how to uh, building a story brand yeah, Donald by Donald Miller. Miller. They have yeah. some worksheets online that kind of walk you through it. And we've done that as well. It does get overwhelming sometimes when doing that because so many ideas and so many things come up. But if you can boil it down to that one piece of advice. Uh, number two, choose your target audience. So you want to know who you actually want to serve. This is so important as a personal brand, mm -hmm. right? As a service professional, because you want to work with people that you like. And because you, you will enjoy it better, they will have a better connection with you. You'll be able to service and help them better. And so many people, like I said, they don't want to say no to certain clients. Yeah. They want to appeal to everybody and they end up with working people that they don't want to work with versus really thriving in working with people that you enjoy. Yeah, that's a really difficult to do, especially in the beginning because you need the deal. Mm -hmm. So you're willing to work with anybody. <laughs> but I would tell you, your life will be the people so I much like better. are the ones with the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. No, but, but here's some things you want to look at uh, demographics. So what are their age, in, uh, personality, uh, um, uh, gender, you know, whatever, demographic-wise. Desires and aspirations, so I think is one of the biggest ones. What are their dreams? What are their goals? And then here's the critical one. Their pain points and challenges. Go through and identify the pain points mm -hmm. and challenges. What is preventing them from achieving their goals? Yeah, no, I would agree. Uh, a lot of times what you can do is look at your, your current sphere. If you've been in business, you can look at your past deals. And that will tell you a lot yeah. when you go look at your past deals and go, who are the people that yeah. I serve? Number three, I like that this was on here because I wouldn't have thought of it. I think you'll like it as well. Number three, create an irresistible offer. Yes. What is the value the prop? Offer. Yeah. What is the value prop that you actually bring to the table that is different yeah. from everybody else that will create it? Tony Robbins says people need to feel like they would be dumb. Yeah. not to try mm -hmm. what you're offering. That's how good your offer is, that they would be dumb not to actually just try it. Yeah. And actually, I'll, I'll give a testament to this of like with our magazine and stuff like that. The way we frame it up for people, we don't try to sell people on a contract right away. Yeah. We try to get them to try it one time. Yep. And it all plays into this idea of an irresistible offer. We do some things where we have a setup fee, we reduce it. So there's some pricing irresistibility, but more important than the pricing irresistibility is how we frame it's up. the potential of the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's how we frame up that you know you have to keep in touch with your clients. Yeah. The question is not should you, it's just how. And this is the most unique tool to do it. And then we obviously explain through the value prop why it is. And I, I think what makes people very interested is they go, yeah, I'd be dumb not to at least try sending this one time yeah, because let me see what the results will be. Let, let me try it. And then 84% obviously continue on. Yeah. You want to promise your clients a very specific outcome and then create an offer that helps them achieve that. Here's the formula for it. What you love to do plus what you do best plus what your audience wants is your irresistible offer. So you can walk through what you do, which is your value proposition. You hit on that, how you do it, which is your process, your product or your service. And then obviously uh, why it works. I pulled I this that. quote from Grant Cardone. Cause I liked it. People need to know who you are and what you do in the most simple way possible. Keep it simple. You should be able to brand yourself in five words or less. Yeah. Simplicity sells. Uh, complexity causes confusion. Yeah. Number four, uh, this is more on the technical side, more on the identity side of your brand, the, the visual identity, is to optimize or create, if you don't have one, your personal website. You have to have a personal website. If you're in real estate, if you're in insurance, if you're in one of these service-based sales professionals where you're working, or professions, where you're working for a larger brand, don't rely on your 
page that they give you hmm. on their website, right? You want to build out, if you're looking to build a personal brand, you need to have your own website with your own branding and your own visual identity along with all of the other pieces that we're talking about in terms of like your personality. Yeah, would 100%, especially in a service-based um, sale, they do business with you, not the company. So they need to know you visually. Yeah, and that visual identity uh, and the design is what builds the trust. I forget the stat, but it was something like 89%. It was a very high percentage of people uh, actually gauge whether or not they can trust a business purely based on the design of their website. That's so it's crazy. important to invest in that. Here's some key elements that you want to include on your website. Your logo, obviously, your value proposition. You want to get that in the hero. So the thing that we just talked about with your value proposition. If you can get that down to five words or less, put that in the hero of your website. You want to use professional photography. I think about your brother's team yep. and how good, every time I see them on social media, I'm like, man, they just look sharp. They do, man. Right? They look good because they've invested in professional photography for even like their newest agents, right? They yep. had a, an agent that joined, I think, within a week their professional photo was online. You want to include social proof. So this is also where the trust comes in, publications that you've been featured in, client testimonials, uh, anywhere else where your team has been featured or awards that you've won. And then you want to make sure that you have a very clear call to action to let people know what you want them to do or what they can get from visiting your website. So I'll just show you, you guys can pull up, I'm on my phone, but pull up remindermedia.com, right? That's our company. Yeah. And right away in the hero, on the, on the phone, this is how it looks. It says, we make you unforgettable in the biggest text. And then it says, effortly impress and stay top of mind with your entire database of contacts on autopilot and skyrocket your referrals and repeat business. Mm -hmm. Then the call to action is get an estimate. Yep. And then it's five stars and then a <laughs> testimonial from Linda saying the first mailing I sent out got me a listing. Whew, so passed. right, all, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to test our, and Josh didn't know I was going to do that. As he was saying that, I was like, let me pull up our website. But essentially that's the, the idea. You know immediately, okay, Reminder Media says they make me unforgettable. What do they do? Oh, they they effortly impress and stay top of mind with my entire database and it's on autopilot. And I'm going to get referrals and repeat business from it. Well, how much does this cost? Yeah. And then the social proof, it's five stars. Linda says, I got a mail or listing off my first mailing, yeah. you know, type idea. Yeah, so absolutely. Interesting. Other important pages you want to make sure to include in your website. Don't skip these. Your about page. This is going to include your personal story, accolades, and credentials. Again, I just want to drive home the importance of something like that for a personal brand. Because yeah. if people are going to work with you, they need to know who you are. You want to make sure you have your products and services very clearly laid out. What programs you have, what services you sell. Uh, content or free resources is another great one. So if you don't have a blog, it's a great opportunity. You mean like a podcast like we do? A podcast <laughs> is on there as well, on those uh, those ideas. Blog posts, not only great for SEO, but also helps you get value to your clients and to the people that are coming to your website. FAQ is a great one. Ebooks, webinars, those can also be used as lead magnets if you're offering um, you know, free training or free ebooks yeah. or free resources there. You can actually then start to build your email list. And then of course, the most important one, you need to have a contact page, how people can get in touch yeah, with you. Absolutely. Number five is to create a content strategy. So we've talked a lot about social media and content here on the podcast, obviously, but making sure that you've created and are distributing free content is one of the most effective ways to build your brand and earn the trust of your target audience instead of trying to convince your audience that you can help them actually help them. Yes, <laughs> Stop 100%. trying to convince and actually help. 
Yeah, we always say three E's of content, education, entertainment, endearment, Mm -hmm. right? So you want to educate, you want to entertain, and you want to endear yourself to the audience. Endearment is really that altruistic side where you want to make sure they know you're a business of purpose, not just profit. Uh, So it's very important. Like we just interviewed Janet. Yeah. um, And she's with the Dwellers Group. Yep. Yep. And she, they just posted on their page, they donated $10,000 to, I think this like uh, community center kids group thing, right? Or whatever it was. That's an endearment that's an endearment getting out in front of the audience that endears her to the local community Um, obviously she's doing it for great reasons and it shows she's a business of purpose not just a business of profit those three types of content education entertainment and endearment if you get in those categories consistently is the key that's where you'll win yeah if you're trying to think of like different ways to create content i actually found this website and i love it i never saw it before this is uh from neil patel answerthepublic.com you can search for a topic a brand or a product and then you can specify like united states english you know the language and the the country and it'll return so i did like print marketing it'll return key indicators for things that are highly searched average searched and lowest oh, searched. that's sick and then what's cool it's like it takes print marketing and then it breaks it down by who so who prints magazines will will print media survive the i'm just reading the top hits what what's print marketing why print marketing is still important and it just kind of goes around this circle it's really cool and really easy to follow and the reason why i bring that up is because if you're looking at a particular topic or service that you offer search that website and it literally gives you your content ideas so now i can do a blog on or a video on can print media survive the digital age that's awesome because that's the highest searched um question in the can they call it the can wow. category which is just the leading the leading question in seo so i thought that was cool Dang, answer, what is that called answer the i'm going to make sure our Dang, content team has sick. that yeah, yeah. Here's some different content types. You can have text and articles. Obviously, these would be your blogs. You can do videos, podcasts. We mentioned webinars, online courses, PDF guides and checklists. That then goes into your lead magnet side, Uh, infographics, slideshows, and case studies. Focus on quality and consistency. Those are your two pillars when looking at content. You want quality content, but you want consistent content first and foremost. Yeah, quality when it comes to like the blogs and stuff and stuff like that that you're doing. Don't think about quality in terms of like social media. Like you can be raw. Like you can don't have to film with a fancy camera. You don't have to think about every story that you're posting. Like I would it's say like a quality, quality less of- in terms of like visual like um, production. And quality more in tor- terms of that's got to be real and value. Yes, exactly. Valuable. There you go. Yeah. All right. And number six, and this leads us perfectly into our next uh, silver dollar that will come out two weeks from now, because this this month in July is all about um, uh, building your personal brand, leaving impression pieces, kind of uh, working on relationships, right? So this is going to go into how to nurture your relationships within your business. But it's to build a community. Instead of trying to build a large and broad audience and go super wide, you want to shift your focus to becoming a leader of your community and a specific niche and then go deep within that community. Yep. The only way to build a community is to have shared values. And the only way to get to know people is, is actually spending time with them. Mm. So I would challenge you, you know, we, we say this often, but I really want to hammer it home for you. You should be doing a client event, a community event. You need to get your community together. Then it will elevate every other drip thing that you do for your brand. 
massively. So if you do a client event and then you start a Facebook group for yes. all your clients, yeah. all of a sudden your Facebook group becomes real because people have interacted with each other. They've met each other. Yeah. They have you in common, right? And what you're trying to create there. So every other drip gets elevated and just um, value in what it's going to return for you based upon you getting spending time and getting together with your people. Awesome. So there you go. There's six uh, ways to start building your personal brand. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you like this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a review. Also want to point out, um, what is it? Stitcher? Stitcher, Stitcher is, yep. is shutting down here. I don't know if it'll be down by the time this episode comes out, but if you listen on Stitcher, we get tons of downloads on Stitcher. I was kind of surprised. I was uh, shocked. Make man. sure to switch over to I Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's like We're almost also, 300 or something. Yeah, Overcast and, and a couple different um, uh, players out there as well. You can always go to staypaidpodcast.com uh, to get those episodes also. And if you're a new listener, you know, we do a dad joke every episode. Yes, we do. It's been, it's just been a thing. I don't know when it started. <laughs> I think it started during quarantine. We were all slightly crazy. I made one stupid dad joke yeah. and people were like, bring back the yeah, dad jokes. Exactly. So, so it wasn't like, an original thing, like in the first episode. It was no. organic, man. <laughs> I actually tried stopping it at one point. That's how <laughs> you know it's authentic the, yeah. because it was organic. Well, here you go. Uh, part of your personal brand, Luke, is yeah. you know, it's kind of the, your musical side. Yes. Right? You're a musician. Uh, a yeah. very good musician. You've, you've posted some videos. Of, of that as well. Yep. Well, this is a this is a musical joke. What do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? You get a flat minor. Oh my god! That was a good one. Yeah. If you want to get older, me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. And also make sure to follow us on TikTok if you're not. We're at Stay Paid underscore podcast on TikTok. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Um, so obviously you have a brand like we opened up with, whether you know it or not. You just have to direct it. In order to direct it, you got to be putting out things consistently. You got to be um, getting content out in front of your key audience. My action item for you is to go to that website. And get some of your content ideas. Answerthepublic.com. Yeah, answerthepublic.com. Go to that, get some content ideas for yourself, and then start putting out that piece of content. Like, I think that is a really tactic or tactical and actionable item for you that you can go execute literally today. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action. Take action on that.